Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a brand new episode, Nothing Important Podcast. Matt Reyes, your host, your best friend, the guy that's screaming in this weird tone repeatedly. How long am I going to continue talking in this voice? I'm done. That's just high energy for the motherfucking intro. How's everybody doing today? How your nuts hanging? Are your nuts fucking hanging? Or are you walking around with your head down? And your shoulders hunched over and your ball sack shriveled up and your dick is just like turtled into the shell. Is that what's going on? Or are you letting them balls sweat and fucking hang? You know what I mean? Why am I asking you about your manhood um, in, in a literal sense? Your, your twig and berries. Your dick and balls. Your dick and your two balls. Um, wow. Strange start. Strange start to the podcast. But you know how I am. You know what I mean? I like to get right in it. Ladies and gentlemen, I am recording a podcast right now to you. It will be uploaded very soon. And why am I doing this? What is the motive behind this crime? I'm bored. I am bored. Out my fucking ball sack. And that's a good thing, right? That is a good thing to be bored. Uh, Where I am in my life. The things that are going on in my life. The people in my life, you know, they want me nice and fucking bored. Because, um, uh, you know, an excited me and entertained me can be a little bit dangerous. Not the point. Boredom, I think, is a good thing. I think boredom gets a bad rap. We live in a time of immediate gratification. Let's define that. What is immediate gratification? Immediate gratification is in the 1980s, in the 1990s. In any year before the 2000s, when you wanted to touch your dick, you had to go on a search for pornography. That means going to your stepfather's closet and finding some magazines. And if you couldn't get those, guess what you had to do? You had to go and pick up some fucking Martha Stewart catalog and jerk your dick to some bitch preparing some salmon. You understand what I'm saying? You understand the struggle? Do you understand the struggle? That was then. Now, you can go onto the, the, the heaven-sent iPhone, the Apple iPhone, or if you're on a Samsung because you, you like being different. Just, just get, up, get, get with us. Get with us. It's a monopoly for a motherfucking reason. Get with the motherfucking iPhone. If you're on your iPhone and you want to touch your dick, all you got to do is get on the any fucking thousand free porn websites that have just better and better search engines. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. They're more creative than I am. Whatever algorithm, whatever search engine is created on Pornhub or any of these other websites, give that guy a raise, whoever fucking made that shit. I like to challenge it. You know what I'm saying? I'm a real consumer through and through. I like to challenge and vet out the things I spend my time on. So when I get on a porn website, the first thing I do before I look at what they suggest for me, because I like to think for myself, folks, I get in the search engine. I click that little fucking, what is it, like a a magnifying glass? And I type in the most obscure shit. And that's how I judge my porn website. You know what I mean? That's what I do, you know? Midget orgy. You know what I mean? And then if that pops up, I give it a second test. You know, midget uh, fucks a doctor. Candid video. Midget gets caught in the mall. I don't know why I'm talking about midget so much, but... (laughs) You can always count on one thing. If it's a porno and a midget is in there, that little bitch got the cake. Um, 
Yeah. Uh, <laughs> can you feel the boredom? Let's get back on topic. We live in a time in on planet Earth where any type of entertainment, any type of satisfaction is just immediate. You don't have to go outside no more. You don't got to go outside. You don't got to take the trip to the supermarket. You don't have to. You don't have to. You could Uber Eats dinner. You could Uber Eats lunch. You could Uber Eats some fucking Theraflu when you get the motherfucking COVID. Theraflu cures COVID. Let me get canceled for that one, right? <laughs> I'll fuck up. Yo, don't let me get a sponsorship with Theraflu. I'll be making some outrageous claims. I'll be like, oh, Theraflu has proven to cure COVID-19 and increase antibodies. Um, I like Theraflu. Uh, But the point of what I'm saying is that everything that you need or may want or may imagine to satisfy any craving or need that you may have as a human being is accessible immediately, isn't it? And what does that do? That takes away from boredom. It takes away from the nature of humanity before technology Took the fuck over. Everybody has their theory about the robots coming, including myself, about the future, about us being fucking retards and being so reliant on fucking technologies that they're pumping out of San Francisco. But ladies and gentlemen, we don't have to have an imagination and predict the future. It's already here. It is already here. You can't live without your phone. Stop lying to yourself. You cannot exist without your iPhone. You understand what I'm telling you? This thing that's in your hand right now or that's in your pocket fucking microwaving your ball sack doing whatever the fuck we don't know. You know what I'm saying? These things haven't been around long enough for us to see the effects of cell phones on a human body for fucking 50 years. You know, this is not going to be the fucking 5G conspiracy. I did not buy that one. (laughs) I like conspiracy theories, but I could tell when they're coming from the South. You know what I mean? When they're coming from the inbred Whats. And that one was a that was a stretch. They're poisoning us with uh, cell phone data. Um, <laughs> yeah, back to the topic: boredom. Why is boredom positive? You know what I mean. We we don't have to be bored anymore. But why might boredom be a good thing? Why might it be good to unplug from the cell phone, to get away from the Uber Eats, to go outside without no headphones in your ears? To just not have nothing to do, not have nothing to talk about, stop gossiping, stop talking about your friends, ladies and gentlemen, get a motherfucking life, go hug a tree, you know what I mean? Stop beating your dick, your dick is tired, your dick is fucking tired of you strangling it on a daily fucking basis, please stop, the muscles in your dick gotta be exhausted, or they get used to it, and in the second you stop masturbating, your dick is just not gonna work anymore. She's going to be like, I'm tired. I'm taking a nap. (laughs) Um, But why might boredom be important? I have a theory about boredom. This is my theory about boredom. Take it if you want it. Steal it if you want it. It is 2022. Nothing's original. Everything under the sun has been done. Dr. Seuss book. Again, I like ramen. Why is boredom important? I think boredom is important because it's necessary to be bored to create. I think creation needs boredom. What do I mean by that? 
I'll give you a little quick analogy and see if you follow me. You know what I'm saying? Let's see if I'm taking you on the motherfucking roller coaster ride right now. You strapped in. You a little bit nervous. And this is where you shit your pants. This is what I'm trying to say. If somebody gives you a puzzle, a big old box, I, I know you you hated that gift. You got you got that gift probably once in your life, and you were like, this fucking family member is trying to say fuck me. They're trying to say fuck you, and they, they're just not saying it outright. They gave you a puzzle box? Come on. They give you the puzzle, right? And you you complete the puzzle. You're diligent enough to complete that puzzle. Is that creativity? Would you consider that a creative pursuit because you put the pieces together? No. That is not creativity. You might have been bored because you fucking committed to doing that shit, but that's not creativity. It's never creativity when you have the pieces. Then you're just rearranging shit. You're putting shit together. That's building. That's not creativity. Stacking Legos on each other. That is not creativity. Creativity is more abstract. Creativity is when you don't have. It is the absence of something. And when we get into that place of the unknown, the absence and we sit in the boredom, inspiration. We have to create something to entertain ourselves. And that's an interesting concept. It, it, it is necessary for human beings to be entertained. It is necessary. Before there was all this external entertainment, the technologies, the strip clubs, um, fucking clubs, you know, bar. Before all this fucking established, you know, society was created. People had to be creative to entertain themselves. Like you go back to the 1800s, niggas was not like fucking master blacksmiths because they were just like dedicated. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's not why the motherfuckers was bored. They were bored and they wanted to get out the house and get away from their cousin wife. That's what was going on. They didn't want to smell their fucking cousin wife that was rolling around in the in the farm with the pigs. It was driving them crazy. And they didn't have porn. They didn't have a cell phone. They didn't have an app where you could just swipe, swipe, swipe. I like her. I don't like her. I like her. I don't like her. And you meet up and you fucking suck a clit and you fucking go home and you have, have monkeypox now. They didn't have all that shit. So that guy went with his boredom into his alone space and he fucking beat on his craft. Figuratively and realistically. You know, he's a blacksmith. He got the big old hammer. And he's uh, doing what blacksmiths do. You know what I mean? Boredom is extremely important. I, I feel like it's such an underestimated quality because we're so inundated with entertainment. You know? We don't have times in our day that we designate to just not fucking do anything. Why don't we just spend an hour, two hours, three hours of our day being fucking painfully bored? You know what I mean? I'm trying that right now. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm on my cell phone once again. I'm addicted. I'm addicted. Um, that's like, <laughs> I just triggered myself to like a childhood memory. I remember my aunt took me and my brother to the park. Uh, shout out to my aunt. My aunt was a very positive figure in my life. Uh, she took me and my brother to the park one time and she was talking to my brother. We, we was kids and he was just like asking for some like candy or something. And, uh, <laughs> it's the first time I heard my brother curse. We was like fucking seven and eight years old. She was like, <laughs> she says to him, you're addicted. He's like, I'm a dickhead. It was just very funny to me. Inside joke that I'm talking about in the podcast. Um, how long do you have to listen to me before I become a voice in your head? Before you're just going about your regular day 
and I'm in your subconscious. Because that's what happens when you download information into your brain. It goes into your subconscious and you access that. You think you're you. You're just an amalgamation of all the shit you consume. All the knowledge, all the information you consume, that creates the character that you're portraying in this holographic light matrix. This isn't real. Um, yeah, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. But how long before you, you continue listening to me? You know, I put out a podcast a day. Average, I think I'm, I'm, I'm trying to work it up to 500 average listeners a week. Right now, I'm at like three and change. So 300 and some odd people are listening to whatever episode of the fucking 26 episodes I've already uploaded um, a week. I appreciate that. I really do appreciate that. But I put out a podcast a day. I'm guessing at least one of those 300 some odd people that are weekly listeners is listening to me every day. At least one of you. You know, how long until I'm downloaded into your fucking psyche? And I'm just like one of those things you access. Now you're thinking like me. You know, I'm living through you. It's like, you know, I don't know where I'm, where I'm going. Um, obviously, I'm bored. That was my point on boredom. Let's switch topics. Let's talk about something else. Why not? Let's keep it fucking going. What am I doing right now? What am I doing? I'm staring at a wall. I'm bored. I'm listening to crickets, um, which is a fucking beautiful thing to listen to crickets. I live in Atlanta and there's cicadas down here. And holy shit, if the devil had a pet. Oh my God, those are fucking annoying. And they're gross looking. Cicadas, Jesus. Um, you hear about that, like, uh, th- th- there's that theory, like the butterfly effect. Um, there's a similar theory. Everybody knows the butterfly effect. But it talks about, like, the bee's necessity on planet Earth, right? Like, if the bees go extinct, which is something that was happening, uh, I think, in the recent past, and some fucking white savior uh, went and, you know, built a farm for bees to fuck each other. So that they didn't go extinct. Thank you, sir. Um, But if that happened, that it would be like a domino effect on the world's ecosystem because bees are responsible for cross-pollinating flowers and vegetation would be affected. And then our atmosphere would be affected because trees produce oxygen, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I'm not a scientist. I'm just a really smart motherfucker, aren't I? No, Um, I'm just recanting shit that I've heard. That's all I'm doing. But... um, that theory makes me think I can't even fantasize about like eliminating certain bugs. Like I think there's certain bugs. I don't know how they contribute to the ecosystem of the planet. I get it with the bees, but cicadas go to fucking hell. We should just do like, we should take our fucking tax dollars and target certain bugs. We all know the worst of the worst bugs. I moved out of New York city. And uh, when I was in New York, the motherfuckers that you get in your crib, you get three creatures that you don't want. The three plagues of being in the hood. Number one, and this is this is pretty bad, but it's not as bad as the other two, are the rats. Rats are bad, but there's like a, a characteristic of, of a rat that is not as creepy, especially to me. It's like a little, it's a little puppy, you know, a little dirty puppy that that um, uh, has a lot of bacteria. <laughs> um, there's there's mice, there's rats. You can have that's never good. It's never good. I didn't have mice. or I actually had uh, mice once. And um, surprisingly, we told NYCHA, New York City Housing Authority, the projects, to take care of that problem. And they actually did it for once, which is like they're notoriously bad for not uh, following up on tickets and complaints. Um, second worst pets, pest. And you guys are going to say second? 
Everybody hates these motherfuckers. This is number one on a lot of people's book. Uh, their list are roaches. Roaches are fucking horrible. Roaches are disgusting. They are annoying. They're fucking nasty. They're just full of germs. They eat anything. They're impervious to all types of fucking, you know, anything, any, any way you want to implement death on these motherfuckers. Roaches are a resilient race. If we found out that all these fucking, you know, unidentified flying objects that were coming around the globe were just big roaches, big intelligent roaches, I'm killing myself because I can't live in a fucking galaxy where that's going on. I hate roaches. I hate roaches. But the number one pest, the number one worst pest that you could have in your house, and New York City had a big problem with this, bed bugs. Oh, oh. if you ever had motherfucking bed bugs, you know what the fuck I'm talking about. They are fucking horrible. They're horrible. They suck your blood. They hide. They get into like the fucking crevices of your bed frame. They hide very well and they're attracted to body heat. So they'll be sleeping all motherfucking day. And the second you lay up in your bed, them motherfuckers is sucking your dick. And not the type of dick suck you want to wake up to. That's not the type of dick suck you want to wake up to. You know, we all as men, especially the men in relationships, you wish you could wake up to your girl sucking your dick. It doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. That was a movie. It was a lie that was told to you when you were a young man. That's not real. But if you're in New York City, if you're in the hood, or if you're in the Upper West Side, actually, it was just a rich neighborhood, and they had an outbreak of this. If you are in any of those neighborhoods, you can wake up to getting your dick sucked by a bed bug, which is traumatic. Um, <laughs> how did we get here? Um, isn't boredom good? See, I came in this room bored, and now I'm just making these topics off the top of the dome. You know what I'm saying? This is an exercise of the brain, brain power. You know what I mean? I'm going to start talking like a fat baby. Niggas, they get locked up and they turn into lawyers and shit. I always love hearing about that. Like, Joe Rogan always has some, like, guy that did 15 years for, like, no reason. It was just a racist cop that had something out on him. And then the nigga took those 15 years that he was locked up to turn into some mega lawyer. You know? And and get vengeance. Not real vengeance. Because if somebody locked me up for 15 years, I want to castrate that motherfucker. I don't want to fucking prove him wrong in court and he goes to jail. That's not what I want to do. I want to hire some very violent homosexuals to rape that nigga. Because <laughs> I want to employ some big dick she to be like, yo, listen, I respect your lifestyle. You like money. I like money. Money talks. You know what I'm saying? I got this guy that he like to play with my life. You know what I mean? I need you to do what, you, do what it do. Do what it do. You know what I'm saying? Take your wig off, throw it on, homie, and give him some back shots. You know? Because... It's not going to suffice me <laughs> embarrassing him in court or proving my innocence. That's not going to suffice. But it's always some guy on the Joe Rogan podcast that he's just fucking vindicated after 15 years. He gets to prove it. And his fucking vindication, I guess they get a little money out of it. There's got to be some publicity in that. Got to be a lawsuit attached. But is that worth it? 15 years of your life? And God bless these dudes that spin that fucking horrid fucking sentence. They say this thing, and I don't even know if I believe in God in the traditional sense. I believe in a higher power. But you always hear this thing throughout your life, like, God doesn't give you anything that you can't handle. God damn right. That's why I'm not locked up right now, because I kill myself day uno. Uno. Like the game? Reverse card. I'm going back. I'm going back to heaven. Make my bed. I'm coming home. Um, Fuck out of here. I'm not going <laughs> to... 
I get convicted of a crime I didn't commit and you put me in jail, you sentenced me for 15 years, I'm coming into jail screaming to everybody that's there, be like, yo, yo, anybody that want to murder me, yo, if you got some demons, I'm going to do you a favor, Papa. Come and shank me the fuck up because I am not living this life. You know what I mean? Do you understand what I'm saying? I can't do it. You know, I can't handle that. And these guys, they go to jail for 15 years and they become like a fucking attorney. You know? Wow. You know, congratulations to you. I don't know the guy's name, but there was just like an episode of the Joe Rogan podcast. Joe Rogan. Who watches Joe? Everybody watches Joe Rogan. Joe, Joe Rogan is more powerful than the news right now. Isn't that a motherfucker? This, is, this guy's a comedian. He's a comedian that does karate or some shit. You know what I mean? I know he'll whoop my ass. You know, I, <laughs> I'm not getting it twisted. But I'm saying, isn't that crazy? Like, this, this is the world we live in. That is either an example of human evolution and growth. A person that just puts their head down. They do the work every day. They're not emotional about it. They get up and they grind. You know, they pick themselves up by their bootstraps. He started off with nothing. The guy's from like Mass. He moved around. His daddy wasn't around. A self-made motherfucking man. You know what I'm saying? Or it's just a reflection of how stupid society is nowadays. That, you know, the smartest, most informed platform is run by a comedian. You know? Quack, quack, ducky, ducky, quack, quack. Um... I'm not saying you're a fake doctor, Ivermectin. No. Um, this is getting very like... <laughs> I don't know if my listeners know what the fuck I'm talking about. Joe Rogan actually got... He, he got crucified because he was claiming... Uh, something I didn't, I didn't disagree with too much. I've never taken Ivermectin, but he was claiming that there were other ways to prevent the harsh consequences of COVID-19, which in my eyes, my opinion, not to just isolate all my viewers, but you know, I don't give a fuck. I don't care no more. I've been saying this from the jump. I'm not vaccinated. I'm not getting vaccinated. Don't come for me, Illuminati. You know what I'm saying? If y'all come for me, y'all really want me to get vaccinated, allow me the opportunity to just lie to everybody and say I'm vaccinated because I don't want <laughs> I don't want to take whatever the fuck that shit is. Um, but he came out on his platform, which is a huge platform. He has like 4 million views a fucking episode or more. And he, he came out and he said he took ivermectin. He was cool. He took some, some vitamin D. Not dick, ladies. Take it easy. Take it easy, bitches. Um, he took some vitamin D, he took some fucking ivermectin, he took some zinc, and he said, you know, it was a little flu. It kicked his ass a little bit, but he's good. He's an in-shape guy, he takes care of himself. And I think the message that he was trying to portray was not that he knows more than doctors, but why is, you know, the, the medical uh, hierarchy in this fucking country, the people who are supposed to be the most respected doctors in this country, telling people, medicine, 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 but nothing precautionary. There's nothing before you catch COVID-19 that you could do that could probably help you go on a diet, eat better. Take vitamins. Work out. You know, things that are known to help your vital system. Things that are known to help you beat any other type of sickness. You know, none of that shit was being pushed. It was just like, take the shot. Take the shot. Um, does anybody remember? There's a lot of foggy memory that's going on. There's a lot of foggy memory. The last two years have been a doozy. Does anybody remember Bill de Blasio? Bill de Blasio? Billy de Blasio? The guy that I don't even think he's really fucking Italian. I don't think his last name is de Blasio, but he thought that, you know, he could he could come on the scene as a politician uh, with the, uh, the, <laughs> the persona of a Robert De Niro. 
an Italian guy from New York that likes black women. Oh, he's down. Bill de Blasio came out during the pandemic and um, did the most fucking infantilizing, uh, condescending thing I've ever seen a politician do in my life. And politicians are known to treat grown people as babies. This guy went on fucking TV. He was on a podium and he ate cold cheese fries (laughs) on national television. Cold cheese fries in front of America and told New York City, hey, come on down, get vaccinated. You can get you a tasty cheese fries on us. We partnered with Shake Shack. Shake Shack, I got no beef with y'all. I have no beef with y'all, no pun intended. That place is a great establishment. I like Shake Shack. I enjoy Shake Shack, great customer service. But Bill de Blasio is a motherfucking dickhead. This nigga came up here to grown ass people like, huh, I know you've been mulling over this decision to take a vaccine that we've admitted is experimental. Every other vaccine that's been approved by the FDA FDA takes 20 years, at least 20 years of studies to get approved. And we just made this in the last fucking two weeks. You know what I'm saying? We called we call the OGs to come together and mix some shit up. Stick it in your arm. And if that decision was too heavy on your brain and you couldn't come to a conclusion, I think you're so much of a fucking child that maybe if I throw some cheese fries in it, you'll get it. <laughs> For anybody out there, and this is going to be harsh, this is going to be offensive, trigger warning, anybody out there that got the vaccine, I have no beef with you. I don't disagree with people that took the vaccine. I disagree with people judging me because I don't believe in the shit or because I think it's bullshit. I don't care what you do. I don't care what you do. But for anybody who was on the fence and you took it for some french fries, my nigga, what is going on? (laughs) What is going on with you, bro? You got, you got to hold out. You got to hold out a little bit. <laughs> for, for some french fries? You know what I mean? Um, anybody that's listening right now that you want some free french fries and that's your fucking, you're on the french, hit me up. Hit me up, the king and sheepskin at gmail.com. I will get you some french fries. Don't take the vaccine if that's the only motivating reason. Please. Please. Um, yeah, I've been talking for a while. It's been a, you know, silly, silly bitch episode. We're going to call this one The Essence of Boredom. The Essence of Boredom. You see me? I'm created, ladies and gentlemen, to get back to what I was talking about in the beginning of the podcast. We're going to make it go full circle. We are going to make it go full circle. Guess what, ladies and gentlemen? This is the essence of boredom. Boredom is a necessity for creativity. Hasn't this been creative? Wouldn't you agree that this has been creative? I didn't write nothing down. I didn't write nothing down. I'm reclined in the office right now, scratching my balls and talking on my cell phone. This is the essence of boredom. This is what happens when you allow yourself to get bored. Anybody who is bored, I have a task for you. I have something for you to do to entertain yourself. Get on my Instagram. Go check out my IG Reels, Nothing Important Podcast with Matt Reyes. Get on there. Like them. Share them. Enjoy yourself. And then when you're done, click the link. Go into my highlights. In my highlights, I have a amalgamation of reels that I was able to add a link on the top for the full episode of the podcast. Or if you're done listening to every one of my episodes already, you know what you can do? You can go over to the other highlight. The other highlight shows something that is very close to me. It is where you have the potential to support this channel. Do you want to support this channel? Do you want a guy like me to continue talking to a guy or a gal like yourself.
then go over there, give with love. I do appreciate you guys. Until next time.